Peace. This is DJ Real. You're tuned into another episode of the Real Understanding Podcast, uh, where we discuss things that may or may, may not be taboo. Uh, welcome. Thanks for tuning in. Um, and as usual, I'm on my way home from work, driving in my car. So if you hear the signal going and whatnot, that's what that is. Uh, on this episode, um, it's inspired by listening to a lot of YouTube conversations. And, and there is something that, uh, that I want to speak on briefly. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a very long uh, episode, but, you know, I need something to help me stay up anyway while I'm driving this commute. So, hey, this, this, you know, it'll be long enough for that. But it's a very important topic. I don't hear a lot of people talking about it. Um, and it's the subject of, and, and it's really directed toward men. Uh, any, it can fit anybody. Anybody wears this shoe. I mean, it fits you. But I think a lot of us wear this shoe. And it is the notion of being yourself. And when this comes to uh, me, uh, this whole topic of being yourself, the uh, putting it in context, it was a conversation. Uh, this YouTuber, uh, Six to God, is as, as I would listen to her again, but she made uh, she make very good videos, uh, a lot of common sense information you guys ought to check her out but she was talking about how a lot of men uh, that she experienced they don't be themselves and they have to put on this facade and then of course that facade start to fade over time then that woman may lose interest or whatever then you know, there's a lot of pressure on the man that try to keep this facade going and really, nobody really focuses on that. And But it's an epidemic, and I think partially because we live in a society where you have to be your representative. You know, being yourself is shunned upon. I mean, it's, you know, you, it's not something that, you know, people can just do unless you're just a bold person and you out there living your truth and you're going to be you no matter what but a lot of us had to put on these facades in order to get the job in order to you know be liked by people to be accepted so we're so used to doing this and I think it's bleeding over in every facet of life you know, we may even be like this to our children, to our spouses, you know. Usually the people that know you the most, that have known you your whole life, you know, you can't really pull that phony uh, you out. You have to just be yourself. But many times when we meet people and, you know, you out, and it's been a minute since I've 
dated. I'm, I'm married. I've been married for a long time. I, I'm out of the market. You know, I'm sure I'll be like a dinosaur out there. So, but you got people, you know, when we eat, but this is nothing new, actually. So even back then, you had to put a little, little facade. And we're influenced by athletes. We're influenced by artists, music artists. You know, we're influenced by television movie stars of how to be. And these people are playing characters. Um, so when you talk to a woman, you might try to sound smooth, uh, like a, the ladies' man that you've seen on television or that you hear read about. You know, you try to be these personas. And that's not really you. It almost like the nerdy guy they pretty much be themselves. They don't know any better. You know, that's how we looked at it. You know, and and not to say that you can't be really cool, a cool person. I mean, I can remember it was a show called The Funs. And when I was a kid, you know, um, and it was showing that, like, this guy had the leather jacket. I guess it came, coming from the 60s, it was like the 60s version of a, cool guy you know he you know, had the hair slick back the comb he was a ladies man popped his collar up you know of course and then you had like the 70s you might have had people like the Mac and the you know you know Billy D. Williams you know you had these people setting these images like the ladies man so it's like you might grow up looking at that and aspire to be like that. Like, I want the girls like this, so I have to act like that. But it's something that um, I think is most people don't even try to reconcile. Like, you know, it's, it's a uncomfortable. You're uncomfortable because you're not yourself. And in many cases with dating, and I can't speak on when I was dating, you know, if you're out and if you pretend to be something that you're not you know you hope the person like you enough to where you can let your guard down and be yourself but then you know that's disingenuous and I think now with the advent of social media people have their own you know platforms they got their voices out here even me I got this platform I'm you know I don't know who's listening but you know, just the fact that I can put my voice and opinion out on a platform to have, you know, many you know people to just tune in and listen. You know, it's a pers- I could be a persona. And so I think now it's in overdrive. So I think that that will be a, you know, that will be something that we would have to deal with in dating or anything. You know, catfish. You know, these people, you know, put pictures of themselves or someone else up there on the internet, and you go meet them, and they're something totally different. You know, you might be in the gaming world where you could be any character. It could be a 400 pound man, you know, but his character on the game is some curvy, slender woman, you know, that's, that's attractive. And that, you know, he's going around, that's his avatar. And it, it could be what you want to be. This is the era of 
We can be whatever we say we are at the moment. But I think that causes some problems. You know, it's causing some unintended problems. And I think is creating bad blood between people. The trust factor is disappearing between, uh, you know, folks on the dating scene. I mean, can you trust people now? So something I just want to dig into as to why that's the case. Like, why are we doing it? Why can't we just be ourselves? You know, what make us uh, do this? And I think one big reason growing up, we don't really have, you know, rites of passages. You know, we don't have anything to teach us. And, and I'm only going to speak from a male perspective, you know, from growing up as a young boy, growing into a man. I look at my father. I'm a, I was influenced by him. He go to work every day. He was a hard worker. He spent time with us when he could. I was the youngest, you know, so um, he was real practical. Um, I was influenced by the Cosby show. He seen Bill Cosby as a dad. He seemed like a fair and just dad, know how to deal with kids. And then, you know, James Evans of Good Time. He was like the tough, tough dad, you know, but he's a protector, he provides, you know. So all those people influenced me on, like, what men should be like. And, of course, on the flip side, I mean, I saw Billy D. Williams. I saw, like, you know, Fred Williamson, some of the older, you know, 70s, the football players, even when you're, you're um, Jim Browns, your, uh, you know, people like that tough, you know, uh, shaft, you know, there was ladies men, but it's like no nonsense. And so we're looking at all of that. And it's kind of like we kind of wanted to be like that. And then, of course, Bruce Lee, he could fight and he was like, you know, we're seeing, like, I want to be like that. And we're looking at all these people and their characters, pretty much. And I think it shaped us to be these characters. We was trying to fit our personality into them and, and, and become the embodiment of, of this. Especially if we found something that works, you know, we, we find a way, a dress, or something that we said and it work on a couple of you know, girls find it interesting. Oh, now you're going to just lead with that all the time. And then you grow up with that. Of course, you outgrow your character. And I think a lot of men, uh, if they're not careful, they will still be holding on to characters they may have been in their teens and 20s. You know, and here they going into their 40s, especially if they're still single, they still act in those same characters and they're, they've outgrown the character. You know, and I forgot like James Bond, that was another one. James Bond was this, you know, ladies' man, he's mysterious, dangerous, you know. So a lot of us get those uh, archetypes and we try to pretend to be that. But to piggyback on 
the last episode when I was talking about lions, wolves, and foxes. You know, a lot of people don't understand that they're actually, their default personality mode is one of those. You know, um, of course, what I'm saying is for entertainment purposes only. I'm not a psychiatrist or anything like that, but but pretty much we work out of those modes, you know? So now if you got this character that you're trying to play, let's say you're really a fox. Your default mode is a fox. It's just shy. You really uh, don't know how to meet people. Let's say you're kind of scared of females, and but you, you want to talk to somebody. Now, you want them to notice you, so you might do things to get their attention, you know, hopefully. Um, that's you being a fox. But let's say you notice this other person. They're more like the James Bond character. You know, they come up direct, and they're talking to this lady, and the lady seems, like, very interested in it. In, you wish she would show you that same attention. So here you're going to put on that same act. Hey, I'm going to be James Bond. Come up and talk to this person. But you're being disingenuous to your nature. Of course, if she's a wise woman, she would probably see through that. Like, okay, you're really a fox trying to be a lion. That's not going to pass. And that's why it's important to be authentic, get to know your natural personality. A lot of people don't even try to get to know. And, and, you know, there's nothing wrong with being a better version of yourself. And we are are dynamic individuals. So if you, let's say a fox personality, you do have the wolf and the lion inside there. But you would have to cultivate those things to bring them out. And usually it takes confidence, you know, accomplishments, you getting over uh, some sort of challenge and you see yourself winning and doing better. And that those things give you more confidence. So you could bring out those other sides if you need to. But it's also if. You know, it's okay to be a fox. You know, um, if you were a fox, if that's your natural default mode. But it's important that you know what's your default mode. Same if you're a lion. If you're a lion or a wolf and you're trying to pretend to be a fox because you want to be accepted, you don't want to, you know, scare anybody away. So you want to be real timid, how you tiptoe and you know, it's very awkward. You know, you're a lion and you're trying to tiptoe around like a fox and use seduction and things like that. And your nature is to just take charge and go out there and do whatever. But that might seem selfish and self-centered or whatever. You're, you're afraid that, you know, you'll look like that in front of other people. So, you know, you're trying to fit yourself into a smaller box and that won't work either because eventually you're going to be yourself 
and eventually people will see through your disguise. So I don't know this, you know what I'm, you know the whole point of this. Uh, I'm 16 minutes in here, and I'm just kind of talking about the idea of being phony or being. I wouldn't call it phony. It's just you're you're protecting your natural personality because you may not either know your natural personality or you're you think that it's not going to be accepted and you're trying to win or win the attention or whatever of a person so you think you have to just like getting a job you think you have to put that best foot forward to get in the door and then once you're in the door you think hey uh they'll like me once I get in but what how you start a thing is how you're going to finish it so you know if you come in with a lie the relationship is built on that and I made plenty of mistakes as a young person uh, doing that and but it's something that I think you know men you know with our uh, everything that's on our plate getting to know who you really are and embracing it you know and and when you meet people you just go out there and be you and if the the best thing they could do is turn you down now of course you, you might want to you know don't let nobody waste your time pretend to be interested in you you have to know uh when you know people are genuine and when they're not but if you're genuine you being yourself and if you go out there and if you get a hundred rejections be thankful because the one that actually like you they're gonna like you you know they're, they're not you don't have to it's not an act that you're doing you're just being you and I've even done that with a job I've, had, I've went on a job and they asked me these interview questions I was just being honest. And I think they picked up on that, and I got hired. It was one of those jobs, um, it was during the 90s where, you know, a lot of people didn't have locks in corporate America, but I had locks. I was starting locks. And I remember it was two managers of this department that was interviewing me, and they was in the telecommunications industry. But it was asking me if I had to, if I was asked to cut my hair, would I cut it? And I was being honest, no, I will not cut my hair because it has nothing to do with my job. I wasn't a salesperson or anything like that. I was like tech support. So, you know, this has nothing to do with my job. And they knew I was being genuine. And then they, I got hired. And it was some people that was very confused you know, they, they wanted to grow their hair out. And they didn't understand how I got hired, you know, with my hair. And But after that, people just start being themselves. You start seeing, uh, almost like I started a revolution. People start growing their hair out, their locks, the ones that wanted to do it. Uh, they felt more comfortable in being themselves. But you always win being yourself. And if it's, if you get rejected, that's a good thing. But that means you're not meant to be there in that space or around that person if they reject you. So, And, it's, and life is not about being accepted by people. 
you know, you have to accept yourself uh, first and foremost. I mean, that's, you know, there's no one out here teaching us about ourselves. So that's what life is for. We're going to discover ourselves as we go. But be honest, be truthful for who you are. Uh, I'm going to wrap it up here. It's just rambling about this idea of being phony and trying to keep up a facade and it's very taxing on people and I think it's causing some sort of mental illness you know to a degree you know I think you know after a while you you might believe the lie yourself I think that's when you really get lost but anyway um, if you guys are able to uh, leave comments or anything uh please do so if not just you know take that thought with you and think about it and let's be authentic let's start you know just being real with ourselves and other people and you know don't hide behind a persona just come out and just be you uh thank you guys for tuning in one love to you um i'll come back with another episode when the spirit hits me Uh, Until then, uh, you guys stay safe and be the best version of yourself. Peace.